a dating and makeover expert where I will help you build confidence, make connections, and find love from the outside in. I'm back doing another episode of Where Are They Now? And for those of you who hadn't heard the first episode of this series, I'm going to recap as I always do. As you know, I coach a ton of people. And of course, you've heard me coaching people live on this podcast with my Coaching with Kimmy episodes. And I also have a ton of clients who I send off into the world after coaching with them and even during where they're having success, but they don't need quite as many sessions as they do. And it's just so amazing and rewarding when I hear countless success stories and read thousands of emails of previous clients updating me on how their life has improved and how they often find love. But sometimes... That love is for themselves, and often that's the case. So I do these Where Are They Now episodes to inspire and motivate you by hearing what happens to people after I work with them or even during as they're having success, whether that is on the podcast or working with them over time as clients. I hope you listen to these and get inspired by people's successes and know that success can happen to you too, even during quarantine. And it all starts with a call. So that brings me to who I want to introduce to you today. I'm bringing on this guy who's just amazing. And it was funny, we were just chatting offline that we met through, I was supposed to do a flirt workshop and I had to cancel it. And so I decided to offer people who did sign up a free call with me. And he opted to take that call. And that call actually actually was like the best call hopefully he've ever had because then after realizing we were chatting on that call to invest in coaching with me because he was going through a hard time. I mean, he was separating with his wife. He needed some directions, finding out who he was and what he wanted in a relationship. And he realized that he was waiting for what his wife had wanted and not a lot of self, you know, he just didn't have that, you know, um, self-assurance to make that decision. So there's a lot of self-doubt happening, uncertainty and feelings of low self-esteem. And he never dated anyone except for her. So he didn't have, you know, a large experience around dating and even at that time, a a large social circle. And he definitely said he was more introverted overall. And so after doing a ton of reflection and work on himself, he started to find his voice and feeling happy within. And he became empowered as he started setting boundaries with his ex on what he wanted versus what she wanted, expresses his feelings now. And he's really coming into his own by building his own social circle. He's really involved and he really found his purpose. He and his wife did decide to part ways, and he is now dating up a storm. And boy, is he dating up a storm. He didn't think he would ever date up a storm, so I can't wait for you to hear his story. He's confident, he knows who he is, and he finally sees his value. But I'll let him tell you the rest of this story. Welcome, Marikas. I said it right? <laughs> as much as long as I've known you, I still scrub your name. Hi. Hi, Kim. Thanks for having me. 
Uh, oh my yeah. God. It is Marikis or Reek for short to make Reek. it easier. Yeah. Wow. I like, I don't even know where to start with you. I mean, I recapped a little bit, but it was fun going back in time and just remembering how you were and where you are now. It's just so different. You feel different. Your energy is different. So I love for you just share like what life was like before you and I talked together and who you yeah. are. Yeah. Life was, I, I feel like I was a completely different person. Um, I know I was a completely different person prior to talking to you. Uh, so prior to prior to our encounter, um, I was going through a phase where my marriage was rapidly starting to unravel, and it got to the point where it was basically done. And I was trying to salvage it as much as possible, uh, trying to come up with solutions to help us address whatever the problems were within our marriage ultimately couldn't come up with any kind of solution. So it, it left me feeling very empty, uh, very alone, very unsure of myself, wondering how am I gonna start over with my life because I felt like I was basically at rock bottom, um, just relationship wise, rock bottom. Uh, and so like prior prior to my, my meeting with Kim, I, I was definitely in a dark spot. Um, I even had a small doubt just a very, very small uh, thought about, man, this isn't worth really living for. Uh, it was very small, nothing that was ever acted on. Uh, but yeah, I, I experienced all of those emotions, you know, the general set of emotions that people go through when they lose something that's very, very valuable to them, especially a relationship. And so I went looking for some help. Um, you know, one of the things that people around me had suggested was, hey, maybe you all should try marriage counseling. I couldn't really convince her to even agree to that at that point in time. So I was like, well, let me do some counseling for myself because I feel like I, I need a neutral third party to talk to, uh, to, to get this feeling out of my body and express it and have that person evaluate um, what, what's going on with me. And so um, I forget the exact details, but I, I went searching on Meetup for like relationship kind of events and somehow, some way came across the event that Kim was a part of. Uh, unfortunately, the, the event ended up being canceled, but she reached out to the people who registered and, uh, and requested to have a session because she, was, she had to counsel. So um, that's how we met. And uh, initially when I met you, it was all about, um, my life was focused and centered completely around my my then wife. Yeah. And we started to work from there and, and break down why that was. Yeah, it, it, it was quite a journey. And I think, and I remember that conversation we had. It's so true. Like, it, it's hard to move forward when you're just sitting there spinning. You know, you don't know what direction to look in because you don't really know what you want. And I think that was one of the things that I remember is just helping you get clarity on what it is that you wanted because that was something that really jumped out. You are such a caretaker and you're always focused on other people, including her. But I think you all these years just kind of lost yourself and not really like coming into like what you wanted in your feelings. I don't know if you want to speak to that. Yeah, for sure. So um, I guess a little context growing up, I was very much an introvert. Um, I always tell people in high school, I was the second shortest person in high school up until the summer after my 10th grade year. Um, and that I, I think that kind of hindered me a little bit as far as my, my social capabilities. 
Um, I also just stayed to myself a lot. I had a few issues with my relationship with my father. Uh, he's still in the picture and we're, we're good now, but I, I wanted more from my relationship from my, with my father, but I, I didn't actually get that. And that uh, definitely impacted me and, and made me feel as though, okay, if I can't get this guidance from my dad, then I'm, I'm gonna just focus on taking care of myself and, and you know, do things myself and do it my way. And so that really drove me more into that introverted uh, hole that I was in. And that transferred into my college life. Uh, I, I basically went into college with the mindset of, I'm here for, for work. I mean, I'm here to learn and get my degree. I'm not really here to play and socialize and all that stuff. Granted, I, I did spend the first semester of college uh, trying to socialize and, and trying to kind of explore myself a little bit more. But the, the end result was I failed my very first college exam and I immediately went into panic mode and I was, I basically told myself I cannot fail out of college. So I shut that down after my first semester freshman year and I never went out again, actually. That's a true story. I never went out and had any social experiences again. I just focused completely on completing my studies and things like that. So then fast forward to graduation, I'm done with school, I'm in the workforce. Uh, I still haven't had any meaningful relationships or experiences. Um, and now my focus transitioned to, I, I just want to get my career going so that I can take care of myself. And so I spent the first few years of my professional career just focused on that. And I eventually made my way out to California and I got to a position where I was comfortable. And, and now I'm like, okay, now I can go and see, you know, what's going on here with the, with the relationship world. Um, that's when I met my, my, then my, we were just friends at that point. Uh, my my former ex, my former wife. That's when I met her at a gym. She actually came up to me, introduced herself to me, kind of expressed all the interest to me, and I, I took that and ran with it. And uh, we developed a relationship, and eventually uh, got together, got engaged, got married. You know, she, I, I, I used to always joke with her that like, she moved in with me and just never left. She never actually came <laughs> over and never left. Um, so I, I didn't bring a lot of experience relationship-wise in, into that marriage. Um, and I do think that definitely hurt me a little bit. Um, and in talking to people since, I've expressed that story to other people since. And, you know, other people have their different opinions about, you know, whether or not they would prefer somebody who had a lot of experiences prior to, to meeting them or would they prefer somebody who didn't have a lot of experience. It's been about 50-50. Uh, so I'm realizing that I can't get too caught up on that feeling and, and just accept it for what it was. That was my that was my experience. Uh, that's what I ultimately brought to the table or lack thereof. I brought to the table uh, with my marriage and my, my my confidence in myself was pretty much non-existent at that point in my life. Uh, once I got into that relationship, it really became all of a focus on how can I help make her happy? Uh, what can yeah. I do to accommodate her? Um, what am I doing that makes her feel uncomfortable? Um, how, how can I make her feel less insecure about our, our marriage? So that's really what my focus was within the marriage. And obviously the, the key thing is I'm focused on her and not really spending any time on myself. And that, that definitely in reflecting back on it, 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 it hurt me. It wasn't a good thing for me to just strictly focus on her happiness and not taking care of myself. Yeah. 
Thank you for sharing that. I think there's so many people who struggle with that, who are caretakers, who are just, you know, and, and that's such a beautiful quality about you, but often then if it's not balanced out with, you know, taking care of you, then it's a weird thing because then almost your confidence becomes being the caretaker, right? Versus really kind of within. And I always tell people my definition of confidence actually is experience. So that, that, and you know, what also blew me away about you is that, I mean, if anyone can see this interview, I mean, you are such a good looking guy. You have an amazing, like just aura about you and energy and people really like you. And you said, even at work, you were able to be more confident with people and and that kind of thing. So like people from the outside probably had, would be surprised to hear this. Do you remember that? Oh yeah. yeah. They, They definitely a thousand percent would be surprised to hear me say that I'm an introvert. They would be surprised to hear me say that I'm, I lack confidence. Um, because the, you know, it was an interesting dynamic in my, in my relationship when I was at my previous company that I worked for everywhere, everybody that I interacted with, like my job was a project manager. So I had to talk to people. So I I couldn't actually escape from that part of my job, but in the midst of me doing my job, I was always cracking jokes, having a good time with people. Everybody wanted me to come hang out with them, but you know, by default, I would take the approach of, no, I'm just going to go home and spend some time with my wife. No, I'm, I'm not going to go out because I don't want her to feel insecure about me mm. being around, potentially being around other women, things like that. So I was I was more protective of my 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 then wife's perception of what's going on uh, instead of just, you know, being myself and enjoying and having a good time. I, I think. I sensed that she had she had trust issues coming into the marriage, um, and I was trying not to contribute to those trust issues, and uh, that caused me to um, hide, I, I guess, that more outgoing part of myself and just kind of stick to that that introvert part of me. Yeah. And I remember in our conversations previously, you, there was even like some guilt attached to that. It's like, oh, well, if I'm out having a good time and I have this kind of part of me, oh, I shouldn't be here. I should be like, you know, focused on my wife. And, you know, I remember those conversations with you and just saying like, look, it's not like I'm talking to somebody who does not have the social skills, who does not have the the great template to work with. And, but it was like, it was your own like self-limiting beliefs that was getting in your own way and the over-focus on her. And so it was just translating what was going on in your other parts of your life over to this part and without guilt. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, uh, uh, an interesting thing just recently happened. Um, I don't I don't recall if I told you this, Kim, or not, but oh, no, I probably didn't. Um, (laughs) So last last weekend I went I went river rafting um, all day with the social club that I ended up joining here in the Bay Area. Um, And there are a few women uh, on the on the rafting trip who um, they 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 made it a point to comment on the fact that, wow, you like almost seem like the perfect package. Like you're, you're so helpful. You're helping everybody. You're so outgoing. You, you look really like confident in the little get up that I had on. Uh, I had on like this, like, um, this like bucket hat kind of thing and um, uh, a black workout shirt and some shorts because we were in the water with, uh, with, I had swimming shorts on. And so they just like made it a point to point out like, 
wow, you are like really attractive. How is it nobody has you locked down? And, you know, of course, that made me feel good. But at the same time, I was just trying not to feed too much into it because we were there. I wasn't there to like try to meet anybody. I was just there to have fun river rafting. But, you know, in the back of my head, it did feel good to, to have that type of validation and to know to your point, Kim, you you recognize that my my confidence is there. It was just being suppressed, basically. And I, I definitely had that that confident Marikas you know, during that river rafting trip trip. I had no reservations about uh, helping out or putting myself out there or explaining my story to anybody or just talking to people in general. It was it came very natural to me. It, it's actually surprising that I ever considered myself an introvert, to be honest. Oh my God. That is such a good, that is such a good story. And like an example of like what you are right now, what were some of the things that helped you along the way to get to that story? Basically, like, what yeah. do you remember some of the things? Yeah, you know, uh, you know, let me try to recall. So definitely having you, Kim. Uh, <laughs> <hold it out. laughs> yeah, I'm good like that. I do a little tough love. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, you know, having you hold it out made me just think more intentional about, yeah, you know, I, I would start to reflect back on experiences that I've had without my, my former wife and realized like, oh yeah, you know, in this situation, I definitely was confident. Like I had no, no issues expressing myself, talking to people, interacting with people. Uh, so the conversations we had probably is what helped me the most. And then having you push me in the direction of, okay, go and explore that and, you know, be yourself. Don't be afraid to uh, have fun. Um, don't be afraid to put yourself out there. Uh, take a chance on just, meeting random people and break away from this mentality of, of wanting to, uh, I, I forget the exact terms that we've used before, but breaking away from this mentality of trying to make sure it's okay for me to, to talk to people instead of that. Yes. Just, like if I see something that I want to, or see somebody that I want to engage with, just go for it and don't wonder like, oh, they look like they're in a rush. Maybe I shouldn't. I don't want to disturb them. That was, that was like my mentality of thinking like, oh, I don't want to bother them instead of like going for going after what I want. And so that that was probably the biggest realization I had and the biggest reflection that made me think like, oh, I totally have the skills I need to be this person that I want to be. I just was naturally suppressing them my whole life, basically. Well, and I think what you were referring to is learning how to be more proactive versus reactive in the way that you were going after things. Cause you up until then were just so like overly concerned about what other people wanted over yourself that you would just wait to like get a signal or have somebody, you know, like draw you in or give you permission. And it's like, no, you don't need that. Like you, you just go after what you wanted, but you first had to find your voice to express what you wanted. And I, I remember actually one of the sessions that we had where, cause you kept focusing on what she wanted, you know, your, your ex-wife and, and I, and I said, you know, I, I don't want to hear anymore what she wants. What do you want? And I, I just remember you're like Darren Headlights being like, oh, right. Because <laughs> you just weren't used to thinking that way yeah. and doing all those exercises around just really pulling in more and expressing your feelings. Yeah, for sure. I definitely was not, um, I didn't have that mentality. And um, you definitely helped me to explore that mentality and get more involved with pursuing things that I'm interested in. So. Pretty much since then, I, I can run the, run through a list of different things that I've done to basically <laughs> just explore my own interests and look out for my own self. So 
one of the first things I did was I uh, looked into just different clubs that were here in the Bay Area. Yeah. I found a social club back in October of 2020. I joined that. I'm still a member of it. They put on events all the time, literally all the time. And I'm always signing up for something. Um, I went camping for the very first time in my life through this event. I went snowboarding for the very first time in my life through this event. I went river tubing for the very first time in my life through this event. I've done so many different things, whitewater rafting, um, hikes in the Bay Area with just people that are part of the group. That's been such a huge um, help for me as far as like feeling confident being around people that I don't really know well. Um, that was like a lifesaver. So that was a big deal. I've, I also started doing like spa treatments for myself a lot more. I would have days where I were weekends where I would just like go get a massage and and just enjoy it. And, you know, previously it's kind of weird because previously I would have never did that when I was married um, because there's this perception of, oh, I'm being massaged by a woman, but you know, I'm married, so I don't know how my wife would feel about it. So yeah. it, was, it was a weird dynamic. So now, I, of course, I don't have that problem. I, I take You're like, I'll have three women on me massaging <laughs> now. <laughs> I, I, I don't I care anymore. It's, it's been really uh, a great release to, to just be able to do what I want when I want and not have to worry about if I'm offending somebody or making somebody else feel com- uncomfortable. Uh, it's been like very, um, very much noticed by the new circle of friends that I, I've started to develop too. Even one of my good buddies that I hang out with weekly, he's like, man, like you, I feel like, he, he had to like clarify. He's like, look, I'm not trying to say anything, but dude, like you have a lot of confidence and you're a good looking guy. And like, I feel like anybody you talk to would be interested in you. And it was, I mean, at first it was a little weird to him say that, but you know, reflecting back on it, it's very much true. I, I do feel like my confidence has gone through the roof and I don't have any hesitations about talking to new people. Uh, if anything, I, I have to like try to control myself sometimes because you know, I'll see somebody who I think is looks really interesting, and like I'm just like constantly looking at that person, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> say something. Uh, I actually had that experience recently at the uh, skating rink. Um, I think I told you this story. Oh yes, this is a good story. Yeah. Yeah, I had that experience recently where I was at the I was rollerblading. Another thing I picked up that I I, I hadn't done since I was a kid, basically. And so I went rollerblading, uh, and there was these two ladies there, and. And I, I caught I caught a glimpse of them without their mask on, and I was just like, wow, they were really attractive. And so, for about thirty minutes, I was just skating around, and I just couldn't stop looking at them. And then finally, I just said, forget it, I'm going up to say something. And so I went up to them, and I just started speaking to them and just chatting with them. They were basically just trying to teach each, teach each other teach each other how to skate. Um, and so I was just kind of interjected, and you know pointed out my observations and things like that and just made a little connection with them on the spot. Um, and then one thing that, one little funny thing that happened towards the end was uh, they they went into this photo booth and they took some photos and um, they left. And as I was leaving, I looked down on the floor and I see some pictures and I'm, I pick up the pictures. I was like, oh, that's them. So I'm looking through the pictures. Uh, I was like, oh yeah, they're definitely cute. I looked through the pictures. I was like, okay, yeah, this is a normal picture. I looked through the second set of pictures like, oh, oh, okay. The second set of pictures was basically them exposing their breasts in the pictures. And I was like, they're definitely coming back for this, these pictures. So I'm going to take my time leaving. 
Uh, and I, I, I waited for about a good 30 more minutes and I was like, oh, maybe they didn't realize. So I was about to leave. I turned my head, they come running through the door looking for these pictures and I immediately pop up like, oh, hey, I found your picture. <laughs> <laughs> moment happened and I gave them the pictures. I was like, by the way, I, I totally looked at your pictures. <laughs> um, and then they told, one of the ladies told me, she said, um, well, we're, we're trying to spice up our life. And, you know, it was, it was just a funny moment because I realized it probably would not have happened had I not t- taken that step of going and say something, going to say something. Yes. So it was really, it was really cool and funny. So that, that was like my story there. I love, that is so great. I actually believe that those pictures were kind of like Cinderella slipper. I don't know. <laughs> I think there was some sort of like <laughs> little hanky drop for right. you and you took it and, and not only took it, but with confidence. So right. that, yeah, I mean, that just speaks to it. And then not only that, and this is, and we were talking about this before, kind of another outcome that came out of all this stuff is you went online and you were surprised at the, just the impact even online had with you. And, and now you're yeah. kind of dating someone. You want to talk about that? Yeah. Yeah. So I started, I started, um, let's see, which apps did I start on? Hinge, Bumble, and yeah. eventually Coffee Meets Bagel. Uh, so those are my rotations that I started with. Um, initially I, I, I was like, I wasn't really sure how to craft my my uh, my profiles. I ended up getting some guidance from Kim uh, on kind of different things to do there. But over time, you know, I started to get messages and people started to reply to messages that that I would send. And for me, it's all about just being like your your authentic self and truthful. And so that's how I how I've approached the online dating world. Um, and yeah, I eventually um, met met someone. Um, her name is Johanna, and um, we've been dating for maybe two months now. Um, so great. Yeah, so we've been dating, and that's actually been really good. It's it's no pressure. There are no expectations. Mm-hmm. We're just trying to get to know each other. We've already clarified a lot of things about what we're looking for in a relationship, um, and so we're on the same page there, and we're just taking our time and rolling with it. There's no rush to do anything. Um, she's recently, recently out of a relationship. She knows that I was recently married. So, you know, there's no rush in just having fun, to be honest. I'm I'm more so enjoying probably just having, you know, that person who I feel is trustworthy and she's got her own thing going and there's no pressure on me to like entertain her, uh, or anything like that. Like that's super beneficial because I could just be totally free without worrying about, Oh, I need to come up with an ideal of something to do this weekend. Otherwise, she's going to lose interest in me. Like, I don't have to worry about that because she's got her own thing going on. I got my own thing going on. Uh, As we have time during the week, we can go hang out with each other and go on dates and stuff. And that's been really, it's been really um, fun for me. Uh, It's been a very good way for me to further explore my confidence in myself. Um, And so I've, I've been loving it. I'm glad you just mentioned that because to me, that's what all of this is about, no matter what happens with this woman. Um, I think in the end, you have you now. 
And nothing can take that away from you, right? Like this is what it's all about. You know, you you came to me in a very um, unique situation. Sometimes people come to me and they're like, find me a soulmate. You were like, (laughs) is this my soulmate? And what do I do now? And, you know, to me, success always lies within the person and where they're at. It doesn't matter where you are. And I think the hardest part is actually knowing where you are and, and you just kind of did, you did the work you, and that's the other thing I want to like commend you on, you know, sometimes people think that they need help, but they don't do anything about it. Or they're just going through the motions. Like you took notes, you shared a Google doc with me. Like you were like, yeah, really like practicing this stuff. And you, cause you were determined to better yourself. And that's that's why you you are where you are now. So yeah, that that definitely helped me out a lot. Um, so I took the um, the enneagram a little while ago, and it it says that I'm a competitive achiever, which is the number three. Uh, so uh, I think that was definitely my my competitive achiever in me, wanting to do my homework that Kim gave me, and <laughs> doing it correctly. So yeah, for sure that 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 definitely helped me, and even to this day, I um I still outside of our note taking document, I take notes just about like my experiences on some of these um states that I've been on and just kind of helping myself understand like what who this person is what they're looking for because when you start going on a lot of dates with people that you're interested in it's hard to remember oh yeah there's an app for that now too by the way (laughs) because you've never yeah you've never done this before and that's why like this is so good for you because really what you're doing is you're dating yourself you're really just getting to know who you are in this whole process. So it's awesome. Well, I just, I know there's like so much more I want to talk to you about, but I think the most important is a lot of times people listen to this and they're like, oh yeah, I should do coaching or I, I should do this, but then they never really do it. Like, what would you say to someone who's maybe scared or they don't know to take that next step? Yeah. Um, I would probably say you, you definitely want to, um, make sure you're in the first of all make sure you're in a position to where you're even comfortable talking about things um mm, yes. sharing 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 you know intimate details about yourself i know that could probably be a big hurdle for people to overcome but once you overcome that like the floodgate kind of opens up and you don't really have any reservations about sharing information about yourself um if you can get over that hump maybe maybe you start by sharing the information with your pet like my yeah. daughter, like she'll sit here and listen to me all day. And that, <laughs> gives you, that gives you practice just talking about it, to be honest. And you can translate that over to talking to another human being. And then you get more comfortable sharing that information. You get past that hump. And then at least my experience, you get past that hump. The floodgates open. You don't really have any hesitation about sharing anything. And then you're, you're more open to taking the feedback um, from the coaching session. And then you're more motivated to actually go into action and put in place your your plan to help improve yourself um so yeah i think that's a pretty good you know thing that you could possibly do is um whatever means you 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 have available to you help yourself get over that hump of Mm. of of being afraid to share intimate details like you're in a non-judgmental conversation with kim here so it's just you and her Nobody else is listening. Except when you're on a podcast. Except when you're on a podcast. <laughs> you know, Telling your story. Super, you're, you're super 
with everything. So <laughs> yeah, oh, I appreciate that. I so appreciate you. And I think on top of that, just to add on what you said earlier, you know, if you're a high achiever, it is so helpful just having that accountability, mm-hmm. just even that, you know, because when you're left to your own devices, like it, it's hard to keep yourself in check and accountable for things. And just, you know, having, I think that movement is so important. Otherwise you're just like, right. Like spinning, like I said in the beginning. So oh, yeah. Yeah. Having that accountability is huge. Like you said, for us, for us achievers, we, we like to have a checklist of stuff. Yes. You, you get satisfaction from checking things off. So Take full advantage of that if that's you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Oh, well, I adore you. I can't wait to see just even more success that comes your way. And I know it it is. It's just gonna keep happening because you're in that like wave of energy. Yeah. So thank you so much and coming just you know, sharing your story. I think it's what you are what you went through and where you are now. It's just such a common story. And knowing that if you can do it, so can you listening. Oh, absolutely. What are you waiting for? (laughs) Thanks. And thanks for joining me today. This has been the Charisma Quotient. I'm your host, of course, Kimmy Seltzer. And remember, you can build confidence, make connections, and find love from the outside in. And make sure you go to my site, KimmySeltzer.com, to see more ways I can help you learn how to date and how to find love. Then hop on that call with me. Just click on the link in the show description. Who knows? Maybe you will be the next success story on my podcast after your first call. And remember, working on you is working on your dating life. That's all for now. 